Welcome to the Can Do Divas. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Gianna Franco. And I'm Chasta. Should I start saying my last name? That's up to you. I haven't been, but maybe I should. My name's Chasta Michaelis, by the way. You <laughs> are I'm Ch- like Cher. I'm like Beyonce. <laughs> just call me Chasta. Um, there's not a lot of Chastas out there, so right. I think you're good either way. I'm just going to own Chasta. Yeah. And I think most of the people who listen to you um, on our other digital platforms or other radio platforms know you as Chasta. That's you don't true. Say, I don't use my last name ever. Yeah, exactly. So I use my last name every day. So yeah. It is. That's it the is difference. what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us today. I hope you're enjoying all of our podcasts that we've posted so far. I think we're, what, at episode... I think this is going to be like episode 13, 13 or 14, 14, something like that. Yeah. Um, we don't. We keep track online. We're not like other podcasters. We're like, welcome to episode 475,000. We don't because I don't really think that you care about what episode we're on. I think you can you see it when you just care about the content. It. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So more yeah. power to you all for keeping track. Yeah. Um, we're not that organized. We're just, <laughs> we're just excited we're here doing it. Real talk. <laughs> real talk. Uh, and that is what we are about. Can Do Diva is about being real, relatable. We're trying to live Sorry this. Sorry for that noise. We're fun. trying out some new uh, equipment. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, live this fun, fulfilled, and fearless life and hope that whatever we come up with and all the information that we find, we pass it on to you because we want to help you do the same in yours. Amen, sister. And this week, uh, we are going to talk about some differences between men and women. And this came across um, my brain this week as I was on a run and I was listening to a new book called Big Magic. It's by Elizabeth Gilbert. You might recognize her name. She was the woman who wrote the massive, huge success that is Eat, Pray, Love. And I got to see her speak at Oprah's. Oh my God, I forgot about that. And she's amazing. She is amazing. Her story's amazing. She really, she's incredible. Um, So anyways, she wrote this book. This came out in 2016. So I'm a little late on the uptake, but it's called Big Magic. Now, I will say this, um, full disclaimer, the book is actually about creative um, living. I think it's called like the art of creative living or something like that. But um, so if you're not like a... Aspiring author. Yeah, or... it's it's very much about writing a book, but she's very clear that if you're a human being on this earth, then you are creative. You're sure. a creative being because we all are. That's part of being a human. Um, but if you're not a true aspiring creative person, like you don't want to write a book or you don't want to be a musician or you don't want to host a podcast or whatever, something that's really creative, uh, then it may not be for you. However, with that being said, It's a great book. Don't get me wrong. Um, With that being said, she brings up some really interesting topics within the book that I was like, oh, that's that that could make a good podcast. Like, I want to talk this out. I want to podversation this. Okay. Um, And one of those was the differences between the way men and women go for things. And it basically was that women are perfectionist and that we hold ourselves to this crazy, ridiculous standard of living that men are more apt to just be like, meh, let's go for it. Now, I want to make sure if you're a guy listening to this, then first of all, you're super cool because you're listening to the Candy Divas. Hell yeah. Uh, and I know we do have male listeners. So thank you we for thank that. You. And so I want to let you know that this is actually a compliment of co- uh, conversation towards men. It's actually something that I think women, and she says this in the book, that women can take from men. Just more of a like, you know what? Maybe I'm not 100% right for the job, but let's just go for it anyway. Because guys will do that. Guys will be, I think she says, like, a guy might be 41% qualified for a job. And he's like, F it. Let's go for it, right? Like, I'll figure it out. Guys do that. They're notorious for that. They have so much confidence. Could be a testosterone thing. I don't know. Maybe. Um, and women will be like, I'm 99% ready. But you know what? I don't I don't know if I'm really there. 
Like that's what we do to ourselves. That's interesting. I've never looked at it in that perspective. And I think maybe that is true because we, I, women wear a lot and men do too. I, I Sometimes I joke around, especially in, in my other job working in a sports industry. It's always like, you know, I'm a mom. This And I realize I probably talk to a lot of dads too who mm-hmm. do a lot for their children. Oh, yeah. I'm not it, saying dads don't. Oh, no, no, no. Um, God, no. But, you know. Especially what, these days. Yeah. yeah. Dad takes on. They take they on take real on active roles. And which is wonderful. And I think it should be better and more balanced, which I love that about how our society is building in that direction. Right. But I think there's always that, like, you know, I think it's just as women, as a mom, you do wear different hats versus how dads are sometimes with their children. You know I mean? Mm-hmm. There's certain things that I will take responsibility for versus my husband. Yeah. And maybe that kind of translates into even the goals within our house and our lives and how he approaches things versus how I approach things. Yeah. Although I am sometimes known to be like, ah, oh, screw it. Let's just go for it and see what happens. You are- That is kind of my MO. Well, it's funny because I was thinking about this as I was my listening dude. to this this book. I was, you're kind of dudish in this way, which is great because like I've referenced it on the podcast. Whenever you got into sports broadcasting, you were like, okay, I'm a broadcast. Caster, I love sports. Like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. And you went for it and you got this huge job with Fox Sports National. So you are you are very much that girl. But I think by and large, women are just really hard on themselves. True. They're very um, they want to be perfect. And so the notion is, you know, a lot of people say, and Elizabeth Gilbert, the author of this book, says as well, done is better than good. Progress over perfection. And and I need to hear both of those because she was talking about in a writer sense, like she was, you know, saying that there are most writers out there will have 20 half done manuscripts that would have been good books if they wouldn't have been so hard on the set. If they would have just said done is better than good. Get it out in the universe. Put it out there. Be done with it. And people, they just beat themselves up. And that's the way she lived for the longest time. What about points? So like if you put something out in the universe that you're not 100% happy with, though, do you know what I mean? I, this is hard because you want to you put everything out there that is your you best want it to be foot your forward. Best. Yeah, especially if you're just starting out in your creative industry. You want to put the best thing out there so people are attracted to it. And they think, oh, wow, you did a wonderful job. But at so, some point, you have to go done is better than good like I, I I because I know I will pick myself apart this is probably why I could never be like a musician or yeah. you know because I would probably do the same album for 10 years because it would never feel 100% right um, because I do beat myself up but it was just really fascinating and I started thinking about the differences between women and men and let me just okay I'm going to offer up a political example but it has nothing to do with Republicans <laughs> and liberals okay okay so nobody get mad nobody get mad follow me on this calm down okay calm down um so just take the presidential race between donald trump and hillary clinton just look at the male versus female thing okay if you're looking at a pure perspective of who was more qualified for the position according to what they've done in the political world experience again not a republican liberal issue okay just political experience donald trump is a he has a ton of experience in real estate. He is a reality TV sh- mogul. He's he's done a lot of entertainment stuff. He has his expertise. It's yep. just not in politics. No, where Hillary Hillary, Hillary Clinton, Clinton obviously has a ton of political yeah. experience. So he was probably going back to Elizabeth Gilbert's example of this. Forty one percent qualified for the job of the presidency. Right, but look how confident he was. However, Hillary Clinton, if you're looking at experience alone. qualified for the presidency. I mean, the offices she's held up until that point. But people, because she was a woman, I think people felt like she wasn't as prepared. And maybe because she wasn't so boastful and so confident and so out there and so in your face, she was more 
quiet and reserved and tried to be more professional and all that where he was just balls to the wall let's do it and, and I think that was part of what some people really loved about him and the dynamic of that personality I mean like our, our president is a probably in person even more so just a very in your face kind of person totally and she's much more subdued than that and she was definitely it, two completely different people you yeah. know but when you do look at in the aspects of just on paper yeah. you know even just taking out personalities just actual physical experience it, it's true but can she you imagine had if, a life of politics which would lead to a job you would think in that you know as a president that's the goal where he did none of that until this moment right flip those roles can you imagine if it was a super loud 41 percent um ready for the job woman who was a reality show star and a real estate mogul and had no political interest but she was Super loud and boisterous, and the guy was 99% there, very subdued and calm. I guarantee you the guy still would have won. Yeah, I think so too. I do agree with that. You and know, I so think- I think in a lot of ways we progress. We have progressed, and then I think in a lot of ways we we still are harder on women. I And I mean ourselves and other people. I think too, in the in the terms of that particular job, though, like the qualifications do not require you to have political experience. Right. Even though you would think having that would make you better qualified. And I still think it does, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to argue that point. Yeah, right? Um. What I think, though, even you look in the sense of, you know, say co- the corporate world or people out there looking for jobs, when you get applications from males and females, maybe you are going to see men not as particularly on paper as qualified as well, whereas women will be. Mm-hmm. What, but, you know, maybe they won't go for the job because of that. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think a woman can talk herself out of going for a job because she's like, oh, I'm only 75% there. Like, we I overthink it. Like, we totally, we overthink so many things. And I just think it's to our detriment. I think we need to start looking at that and going, no, you know what? I'm just as qualified as anyone else. If a guy can get in there and learn as he goes, I can get in there and learn as I go. And I think it's, it's like that across the board with a corporate job with being creative if a male can write a song then a female can write just as good of a song like I think we just need to stop beating ourselves up so much I think so too and I think we definitely need to just come from the perspective of look if you're going to go out for something you have a goal and a dream the worst thing you can do is not try yeah like if you never put yourself out there you're never going to know if you can succeed at this at at this goal or whatever you're trying to do say it's a job or say it's a podcast or say it's you're trying to get a YouTube channel off the ground I look at it in the sense what is the worst that could happen right I mean truly like every time I'm not as qualified for a job I still put myself out there I put my my you know I dip my toe in because I think the worst they could say is no Mm -hmm. but you know for every 10 no's at some point you're going to get a yes yeah and you do gain experience by learning from say that job interview and and asking them like what was it about me that did not make you want to hire me absolutely like how can I get this better the next time this happens Mm -hmm. and then maybe down the road you'll be in the back of their mind when something else comes up and they're like hey okay I remember she came in she wasn't 100% what I was looking for but she may be really good now yeah or really good for this other position I have that might be even better and bigger right you're going for so I, I think never look at it in the sense that you're not qualified. I'm not saying go apply to be a CEO of Google and you have like zero experience. <laughs> right. Be reasonable. Let's be realistic. All I'm saying <laughs> is that if on paper there, you know, if there's seven out of 10 things in that job description that you think you've got, go for go it. Go for it. And it made me start thinking like this is kind of a breakdown in the way that women approach life and men approach life. So I started thinking like, I am a goal setter, right? I follow my push journal every day. I carry it with me everywhere I go. In my phone, I have a list of goals and things I want to do. Jay doesn't have any of that. 
And I'm not saying, Jay being my husband, for listeners who don't know, I, I'm not saying that his his way of not doing it is any any less than mine. He just, if I ask him, like, what are your what are your goals for the next year? He's like, just keep doing what I'm doing. Do it better. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Like, do it better. That That's it. Like, and he's totally fine with that. And I'm like, okay, but like, like specific. <laughs> you know? and you're like, so next year, do you want to, right. you know, and have more students? Do you want to, you know, maybe gig in Europe or something? Right. I don't know. Yeah. And But the thing is, is like, even with that way of doing things, he's accomplished a shitload of stuff. Like he owns his own music center with rock camp and he does uh, lessons and he does rehearsal spaces and he's in a band and he does, he sells merch and he does all the things. Right. But he doesn't like, he doesn't write anything down or set five-year plans or six month plans. None of it. He just is like, all right, he sees something he wants and he goes for it. He doesn't overanalyze things. He doesn't make lists. He doesn't do any of that. So are we doing it wrong? I don't know. Maybe that's a question. And I actually would ask our male listeners, like, do you look at the way a woman does things? She overanalyzes, makes lists, makes goals, blah, 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 all the things. Do you think that that's weird? Like, is it as, as weird to you that we do all those as it is to me that he doesn't do any of it? Well, I can guarantee you there's incredibly successful women out there who had goals and dreams and they had it on a list. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that it's just a is real difference. It, it's just the difference of us being women and them being men and just Does how Pete we function. Do that? Uh, Pete, no. Well, I, you know, he doesn't really make lists, mm-hmm. but he's very similar in the sense, you know, in his job, he, he you know, he, he works with a lot of scientists and he works with a lot of equipment and he was at a point where he was getting bored right? because he's at a point in his position where, you know, what he does is very specific and there's not a lot of people in the world that does what he does. Yeah. For sure. So, you know, he's either like, okay, I can move to another country or I can move, you know, to Chicago or wherever mm-hmm. and maybe do it there. But he's not going to do those things. Exactly. So he wanted to be here. So he kind of just is like, I'm going to create my own job. And he did it. And it was nothing like, you know, here's what I need to do to get to that point. It was really just, all right, I'm going to walk into my boss's office, tell him what I do, get myself some training and make it happen. And, and that's, that's the exactly guy mentality, right? It's I'm true. just going to, it's just yeah, like, I'm going to go walk in with my balls and I'm going to say, here's what it is, make it happen. And I think yeah. that women just need to, you know, grab their ovaries and do the same thing. I you Instead know, of looking at it like, yeah. step, I have to be strategic and I have to say the right thing. And if I walk into that office, I need to have all the things perfectly said and written. And I, we just stop. Just go for it. I think I'm speaking to myself if you can't tell because I there's a. There's a reason why there's a reason why that I don't want I can't go into too many details, but there's a reason why I need to grab my ovaries and just walk in and say, this is the way it needs to be. And and I have found that I just really sit and overanalyze and beat myself up about stuff. I think it's different, though, for women. And it sucks that I even have to say that. I think the fact that how we have perceived women in society with the whole, you know, hashtag me too movement where mm-hmm. that's coming to and the fact that just differences not in, you know, differences in pay in the same jobs and so forth and respect in certain situations. It is we know what's happened. Like we've lived these we've experiences. Lived right, right. So we know I can walk into that office and demand things, but they may not value me as much as they do the next person. Right. That's the problem. Like you like it, there's there's always that feeling of like, OK, well, why do they value him more than me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we know that. And it sucks that we even have that feeling. It's and it true. should not be that way. This is not right. It's not right. And we also there's a women. Oh, and I know every girl that's listening to this is shaking her head. There's a also an issue of like, if I come in too strong, I'm being bitchy. Yeah. Where a guy, if he comes in super strong, he's being confident. Yeah, he's being confident. And he he will more than likely be taken far more seriously. A woman has an edge to her. That Again, going back to Hillary Clinton, that's why a lot of people don't like her. Because she is very bold and strong and confident and 
a little man esque, and people think she's cold. That if she, because she's yeah, a woman, she's not warm and comes, fuzzy and exactly, sweet. Exactly, yeah. she comes off as cold and bitchy, and that's why a ton of people don't like her, including a lot of women. I. I butted heads with my boss this week Mm -hmm. and there was a moment where I was like I walked to that office and I was like my god like it did like was he gonna now put me under the spectrum of oh she's a little difficult exactly you know oh she's because the reason a lot of my conversation was there was going to be a schedule change at work and he had just gained my just changed my schedule Mm -hmm. like it was a you know I had a different schedule and now we're changing back to the old schedule and I had completely rearranged my family's life because of that and I have a child so therefore I need child care when I'm at work it's It's a domino what it is right it's a domino effect and because of that when he you know he was saying I I need to make the change back it was it's life-changing not just for me but for my whole family right so I was not okay with it yeah I had a bit of an issue with it when I left that office and I called you yeah because I was like concerned I'm like wow okay he's new here he's not been at the you know the company very long he probably doesn't know me that well Kind of. He 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 doesn't know the history of you being super easy to work with and always the go-to person. Exactly. I would never say no to anything. I said, but this was different. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm like, this was different. I'm like, I can't. For the first time in my life, I thought to myself, I can't back down. Right. I cannot. I I can't. Like, this is what I can do. Right. And then then I even just, I got You even compromised with him. I did. I compromised. And I don't know what other person I work with has to make that compromise. Exactly. And I think that's hard. And I'm not saying, I think he and I worked it out and we did what's best for my position and Mm -hmm. what's best for the company and it was all it's all good um but I think not everyone gets that opportunity yeah you know to kind of like okay and thank god he was cool right to be like all right I'm willing to compromise with you I appreciate that right you know so and unless you're a single father and if you are god bless your heart you're my hero but if you're a married father the odds are I'm not saying this is 100% but the odds are the women take that role of the scheduling making sure the daycare is all taken care yes. of making sure the kid is where the kid god, needs yeah. to be like Jay would never have to be like like if he has a gig with his band he just takes it cuz he knows I'll figure it out right. he knows I will make sure Cody is watched whether I'm going to be there or not that's not that's not what comes to his brain at first and that is another difference between most women and most men is if you're if you're raising children that portion I mean, the holding up, this is the joke in my house, and I've said this, I think, on the podcast before. Jay is the CFO, and I'm the CEO. I keep this ship running. Mm -hmm. I make sure everything is all done, scheduling, houses up to par, not just clean, but stocked with everything we need, groceries, all of those things. I make sure everyone is where they're supposed to be at all times, all that kind of stuff, right? There's milk in the fridge. Exactly. He is the CFO. He pays the mortgage. Now, going, not... I don't want to go too far into our finances, but we have kind of a funky situation. We don't actually share bank accounts. Um, And so he pays like the mortgage, although I will write him a check this you hate this I know you do like I can feel you being well, you're like you're such a though. ridiculous like, I, I just know. don't understand we just chalk it all up together <laughs> pay one check I know it comes from the same place part of it is laziness and part of it is me being a I am a woman and I don't need no man and it's ridiculous but you're still that I woman that know. doesn't change I know it really just after 12 lines everything I know after 12 years I still have this issue it's, it's something I need to get past but the issue is is that I write my husband a check I write him a check for our mortgage and it's uh, it's not even half but I give him well let me let me let, let's rephrase that you contribute to the 
household. I do. By, but, but this so is how you do it. I contribute to the household by writing him a check for half the car payment, my cell phone, a, por- a portion of the mortgage. And then, of course, I take all the groceries and all that kind of Amazon purchases, which is way too much. And um, and then he does like the water bill and, you know, the household yeah, utilities. Bill. So we, that that's kind of how we split it up. But anyways, he pays more. So he's the CFO and I'm the CEO. And he got offended by me saying I was the CEO. And I was like, Listen, bitch. <laughs> You're like, trust me. I'm like, you want to take over scheduling? You want to take over all the household things? You want to make sure this ship is sailing in the right direction? Feel free. You can have CEO. I'm fine with that. But you're also, you would also have an issue if I was CFO, now wouldn't you? And he was like, if I was the financial officer, if I was taking care of you You would have an issue with that? He would. He would? Oh, my God. If you were, like, made more money than he did? Oh, my God. Are wow. you joking? Wow. He won't even let me. He is so. He prays for that day. He... <laughs> <laughs> if he's like, hell yeah, baby. He is so old school Italian guy. He, if I hand him a card, if we're out to dinner, because I like to pay for dinner every once in a while. I can sneak it sometimes if he goes to the bathroom at I the right time. Same but... account. <laughs> But if I, I hand, like this is a whole other podcast. It is a whole other podcast. But if I hand him a card to like to pay for the bill in front of people, he gets mad. He gets mad. He's like, babe, like he does not want people to think that I'm paying for things that he can't take care of his woman. I could never be the CFO in this house. He couldn't handle it. He couldn't do it. That is so funny. He is so that man that she's going to take care of his woman. He's very traditional in that way. He doesn't like that I write him a check for the mortgage every month, but I do it because I'm like, no, I ain't under anybody's thumb. <laughs> <laughs> like we have the weirdest financial dynamic, but we've... <laughs> We I mean, figured it out. I, I, I think it's awesome that you <laughs> contribute to the household. That is wonderful. You would contribute anyway. I know, but our whole thing is like, well, the laziness part because breaking up like our old accounts and getting new ones all together but just sounds like a that. nightmare. Like, uh, like, that sounds like so much work to us. So like we just has, never have done that. He could just put you on his account. But you put him on your account. And then you just do the checks from there. Each it Just make it all. But it's all the he, same. Here is, we're getting a little off tangent here. But I this know is we something, are. But, but this, is, this is something also like a marriage tip. But then, you know, 50% of people get divorced because of marriage. I think that has actually gone. I mean, because of finances. I think that has actually gone up recently. That's like the number one reason people get divorced. So here's the beauty of it. I don't ever have to tell him when I go get my nails done. Okay. And he doesn't ever have to tell me when he buys some frivolous symbol for his drum kit. Like, we don't ever have those conversations. Okay. So here's here's the thing about that. The, the, well, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe this is just a Pete thing then. So we're, our, our situations are very similar in yeah. the sense that it's all just kind of mixed together. Right. Um. So uh, Pete is our chief financial officer. Right. That's just how it's always going to be. He right. dreams if I ever made more money him. But we know I work in broadcasting. <laughs> work in radio. It's never <laughs> not going to happen. But he dreams. Um, and I think he'd be so happy about it. Would he it. be okay with that? I think he'd be okay with it in the sense that he would get a break. I think okay. that's the only thing. But after a while, he would get bored and want to get back at it. Yeah. He's very much like, um, you know, today we had an argument and he was very much like, I mean, I, my, his whole purpose in life, I won't even go down the road of why we argued. Maybe we'll talk about it in a minute. But, yeah. um, you know, he is a musician as well, but he's also got the job at Stanford. Right. And that is our bread and butter. That is how we... I mean, it pays for our whole life. That's the CFO. It is That's, the CFO. Yeah, it yeah. pays our mortgage. It pays our utilities. It pays every single thing that we do. Do. Like, yeah. it's everything. Um, and, like, and we know what I do is not considered, quote, unquote, fun money. Mm-hmm. But it's the money that we use towards, you know, 
Uh, do we want to buy a new car? Do we want to go on a family vacation? Do we want to? I mean, it's I pretty the non crucial money. Money. It's it basically it's the it's not the mortgage. It's not the house correct. bills. Because yeah. I think how what we did was we wanted to get to a point where. God forbid, here I lose our jobs. Right. That we're not relying on one on two incomes. Yeah. We rely yeah. just on the one. Right. So, which is obviously his because it's way more than what I make. Right. So that's kind of how we have it set up. But then with that comes his the responsibility that mm-hmm. he feels like sometimes he can't do the things he wants to do because he's busy he's carrying that load. Carrying that load, mm-hmm. which is not true because I'm a very good wife with that. Stuff. Right. Right. He can go off and do his music whenever he wants. That's right. a whole nother Oprah. <laughs> Got a big old fight about it today. Yeah. My point is, though, is like the shopping thing. Like he never checks the other bank account. Never checks it. He doesn't? Not once since we've been married for 10 years this really? year. He's never checked So it that's the one you once. do nails out of. I, and I or mean, whatever it is. I, I, like I don't even think twice about it. Because right. he never checks it. He never asks. I never ask. And yeah. I I mean, obviously the other things come out of the other bank account that right. are like the more important things. But it's just kind of like, I mean, what's he going to say? Yeah. You know, it's like I work too. This is what happens. I mean, it's just, it's, it, the, here's the thing. It all kind of fits and happens. Like you said, there's food in the fridge. There's milk on the table. There's a roof over our head. There's cars in the driveway. There's gas in the cars. It's because you both contribute. Right. And, but my whole point is like, it just makes it easier on you. Yeah. I mean, it could, it could. I don't know. It goes. One check. It goes. I know. One check. Save a tree. (laughs) Save a tree. One check. I mean, my, it's funny because my mom raised me that way as in never count on a man, never, never rely fully on a man because of her situation, what happened with her. And so I totally, 1000% understand why she raised me that way at that time. Now she's in a totally different relationship and she's in a totally different headspace. And so now she's more like, girl, let him take care of you. Hell yeah. You know, so it's funny. Like the woman who put this in my brain, the woman who like literally, I don't want to say, um, what's the word? Hypnotize me or whatever. What is that word I'm looking for? Not hypnotized. Can't remember. Mm-hmm. Brainwashed. Anyways. Brainwashed. Yeah. Thank you. She's the one that brainwashed me. Like you got to stand it. Now she's like backtracking on me. Okay, but in in retrospect, it is a good thing. I mean, absolutely. You know, every God forbid you get a. You know, you're not going to get divorced, but God forbid there's a, yeah. a married couple out there that gets a divorce, right. and she completely relied on that husband for. Yeah, everything. and you're starting over. You're from starting scratch. over. It's Ugh. good to have something in your back pocket to be ready to go. It's good to have a career. It's good to have a skill. It's good to at least know that you're you've got something you can rely on. God forbid something happens or you know what if like it's something happens to your husband and it's beyond your control right exactly you yeah, know there's it's not no, a divorce it's exactly something else. it's yeah. something else so right. i mean absolutely i think every woman should have that skill or that thought in their head that they need to if there's ever a moment where they have to support their family they can, they be can. Able to take on yeah and every yeah. man and woman if they work should always be thinking of you know two steps ahead of that yeah and try to put money aside for you know those rainy days or those scary things so yeah. however you have it set up it is up to you if it works this is works for you guys it's worked forever it's worked for 12 years yeah I think going back to the the point of the podcast too is like I'm gonna be real with you right now like I haven't told you this I didn't know I was gonna say this on the podcast but I'll say it going back to the perfectionism issue like we women so we kind of in one way we still live in the 1950s okay like we still expect women to do all the crap at home right we're getting a little bit better and guys are definitely trying to take on more of a role but still societal things like women's by women's by and large women by and large do the house stuff they run the ship okay so but then we also we have to work because things are too expensive now so we're on our left shoulder we're holding up the house as the ceo and making sure that's all taken care of and our children are all happy and healthy and wonderful and then on 
on our right shoulder, we're businesswomen or we're career women. This week totally fell apart for me. I literally at work almost passed out. I had to, Tanelli had to like pick me up, put me in a chair, get me water, get me a washcloth, like bring me back to life. He sat with me for, Tanelli is my co-host by the way on the morning show if you don't know, uh, literally had to sit with me for like 35 minutes until I was okay because I just got my blood pressure skyrocketed. It was like 160 over 92 because I just, my list, I had four things to do list in front of me. I had a deadline at work I had to hit. I had all these things that were like you're overwhelmed on top of me and I just... I li- physically, I'm not talking mentally. Mentally, I was kind of okay. Physically, my body was just like, nope, done. I was super dizzy, couldn't stand up on my own, like thought I was going to throw up, super nauseous. Of course, Tanelli thought I was pregnant. <laughs> First thing that comes out of their mind is, are right? you pregnant? I'm not pregnant. But it was just, it was because I, I have put too much on my shoulders. I just have. And I think women have a real hard time doing that. And we've got to stop it. Well, because I think we feel like we need to prove something. We do. And it's, it's like, I'm going to be superwoman. Yeah. And we don't have to be. No. And I think that's a beautiful thing to learn from men because I think men don't have that. They don't feel like they have to take on the world and every single thing. Jay can sit down in front of the TV and veg out and not have one ounce of guilt. Not one ounce of guilt. God, I wish I could do that. Why can't I do that? Because you, I cannot you, do that. Chastity, because when you sit in front of the TV, if you're probably on your computer, your phone, doing things that you need to get done, like paying a bill or ordering groceries or doing something like that. No, I'll, I know. I'll give you a ridiculous I example. Understand. 3 I understand. 3.30 last night, Cody woke up. I think he had a bad dream or something because nothing was wrong. But I got up and, and went in and rocked him. And I, it's 3.30 in the morning. Keep that in mind. I am barely awake and I'm like, oh, I need to order him a swimsuit for Costa Rica. I'm like literally rocking. I'm like, oh. I need to do this for Costa Rica too. I'm like, oh wait, I need to write that on my list. So I'm sitting there in the middle of the night, 70% asleep, and I'm still going over my damn list in my head. You need to cut some things out. Like, holy I know, crap. I know. This is where, this is like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's not like, there has to be something that needs to give. You because can- if it's overwhelming you and it's getting to a point where you're just like, like if you're physically being affected by yeah, that, yeah, and if that, I mean, if that is like the first thing that's coming to your mind at three thirty in the morning, that's ridiculous. There, like, you've got a lot on your plate. I, yeah, I've got like, too much. It's, it's time, like, go, like, go back to the buffet and drop some stuff back <laughs> off. <laughs> go put it back. You can have that back. You can have the waffles back. You can, there's the eggs, whatever it is. But go back to the buffet and take some. And I've food started off that doing plate. that yesterday. I was yeah. at work. I, I had a real conversation with a couple pe- key people that I was like, these job moments that I'm doing are not in my job description. Right. They take a lot of time and effort. Someone else says to take this on or it's not going to happen anymore. Like I had to have it. And I did not want to have that conversation because in that conversation, I kind of threw someone under the bus that they weren't doing their job. And I didn't want to do but that. But you know what? It is what it is. I didn't want. And I told her, I said, I don't want to do this. What I'm telling you right now, I don't want to have to say this. But I almost passed out because I have too much on my plate. So I have to. For my health, for my mental health, for obviously my physical health, for whatever reason, I have well, I have to give this back to the person that it's supposed to be doing it well and it's not your responsibility if and someone else isn't stepping up to their close. job it's not even close to my job i just yeah, knew so no way. one else was doing it so i took it on okay and those are the things that you i have to stop doing and yeah, if you're no like me and you you got to stop doing too yeah you because can't. it will wear you down it will make you almost pass out of work and i think at some point and then you take everything home like i yeah. get to the point where i'm doing so much work at home above and beyond what i need to be doing and i'm just like okay now nah, i'm good yeah. like i don't need to do any of this anymore because yeah. i'm not this is not about you know, I, I don't need to, I, it, it is at some point. I don't point, need to save the day all the you time. You don't. You don't need to be superwoman. So 
I guess what this whole podcast is about, there is a definite distinction of how men approach goals versus women. Mm -hmm. And women, if you're out there and you think you are 95% qualified for the job, great. If you think you're 50% qualified for the job, good too. Yep. Either way, you're probably if you're just more as qualified. Yeah, exactly. If you're just as qualified as the next person who's sitting to you, whether it's a male or female, just go for it. Have more confidence in yourself. Just kind of take a man's approach and just be like, "F it, I'll figure it out." I'll, yeah, I got this. I think we can learn something from um, the other gender. Yeah, I think we can learn that you know maybe that's something that they're very good at, and mm-hmm. that's something we should take note. I think so. We should try, you know we should focus a little bit more I think on that's what, fair. how they do that, just like they can learn things from us as well. Yeah. Um, I feel like we have more to talk about with this whole thing. We do. There is this whole gender gap and goal setting study that I found, but we're going to do it in another podcast. Awesome, I love that because. Um, yeah, we why can not? break it Let's down a little. Spread it out. I know, so, right? uh, hop on iTunes, give us a review and rate us if you've loved this podcast. We really, really, truly appreciate it. That is how we get the word out there and share us with your friends and family and other can do divas. It is our virtual tip jar. So, we don't make anything off this podcast, but we would love for you to have a review only if it's good and, <laughs> and a great rating on iTunes. Also, follow us on the socials. Uh, we do lots of fun things like making fun of the fact that I can't run my coffee machine, which turned out okay. Which turned out okay, but it's you can see bad. that. Was that on Instagram? or Facebook it was on Instagram Instagram live so if you follow us on Instagram Facebook Twitter all of the above is at Candy Divas